0: This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you in part by broken dreams, crushed emotions, and the general failing of all people who are too weak to continue on living because they are cucks. Cucks, cuck, cucks, 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 cuck, cucks, 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 cucks. Cuckoldry. back to here's what I don't get from north to south east to west the only formerly second longest running uninterrupted podcast on the CNX Tuesday podcast network now the number one longest continuously running podcast on the CNX Tuesday podcast network followed by another podcast and then followed very closely by that Larry show who will be crossing that threshold in just a couple more weeks shocking right now. In any case, um, welcome back. I'm your host, Ted Burt. With me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. Hey. Uh, How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm clearly sick again. Uh I have the Super Rona, which is why I am unable to record this episode this week, because I'm so weak.
1: Well, I guess uh, that's it. Go ahead and press that button there, and we'll end the show.
0: (laughs) You know, speaking of ending the show, um, we're actually recording this. We were supposed to have released this episode six minutes ago, Uh so this is hot and fresh. (laughs) i'll be getting into why we're recording this so late but uh this this was the plan was to record today some other things way us that ended up pushing the time of recording yes well past where it was supposed to be but yes. you know we'll make it work we'll i'll edit this real quick tim will write a write-up we'll upload it and then we'll call it a night uh what you've been doing this week
1: uh had a show worked a show finished working a show uh it's the same venue that uh, uh, I talked about once and how it was terrible and we were pushing yeah. that shit up, down, up, and ramps and onto the street and all that bullshit. Yeah. Turns out, if you have a person on the team that knows what they're doing and like where things go,
0: it's a lot faster and easier. It's a lot faster and easier. It's shocking. I know.
1: Shocking. Yeah. The the person on that show is great. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing what the difference in a crew, who like knows what they're doing and has a plan, versus one that just kind of figuring out as they mm-hmm. go along, uh, what that does for morale as far as their oh yeah the people working with them yeah because if you're if you're just worthless it just drags everything down it makes everything way worse
1: it was so it was so much of a difference I mean there were people other than me going you guys remember the last time this happened <laughs> <laughs> you remember that last show <sighs> anyways. Uh, that, um, trying one other than that, uh, not much, man. Just uh, a real casual
0: week. That's good. That's, um, the opposite of what I've, ha- I've had. I've had uh, been working my is. ass off. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, well, you ready to get into some issues, Tim, or you want to talk some more about, we didn't do movie night this week, which is usually like, we watched something interesting. I haven't watched anything these days. No. Uh, I've been way too busy. It really, really kind of blows. I have something on my
1: two watch list now that I've seen um, this week's Half in the Bag, part one. Yeah. Because uh, I wasn't interested in it before. But now you are? But now I am. It's about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, th- yeah. I, I told you this, but. Uh, yeah, I was watching the Red Letter Media half in the bag, and I did not know this, but at least four of Kevin Spacey's accusers mm-hmm. are all now dead. Mm-hmm. At least
0: two of them by, quote, suicide. Yeah, they Hillary Clinton them. Nice. Spacey don't play. Speaking of Red Letter Media, Tim, um, you know, this mic that I'm using right now. I... <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I purchased it directly from Red Letter Media yes. many years ago. Yeah. I wonder if I've had this mic now longer than they d- they did. Uh, I
1: don't know. It's you been, think
0: you think they're they're like doing their show and they're like you know tab from here's what I'll get. He <laughs> bought that microphone we used to use.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> some guy th- th-
1: that most some guy bought it bought this mic from us on eBay. Remember that old mic we used to have? Some guy bought it from us on
0: eBay. Yeah, he's probably a weirdo who like tried to re-engineer Rich Evans DNA from the spit. That's not
1: where I was going, but. <laughs>
0: Well, because I didn't do that. Someone else did that. Yeah. One of the other buyers.
1: No, I'm thinking like, uh, this guy's a weirdo, thinks it has Rich Evans' DNA on it and wants to have his baby.
0: <laughs> he's trying
1: to have Rich Evans' butt baby.
0: Yeah. Well, they can do that now. I heard about that on Alex Jones's show. Mm. Yeah. He was talking about it. Nice. Yeah. Like,
1: uh, speaking of celebrities, uh, Bob Saget passed away.
0: Yeah, it's a real shame. In
1: uh, the most Bob Saget way possible, I think. Yeah. The only way it would have been more Bob Sagetty. Is was if it if it was
0: captured on VHS tape? If
1: it was captured on VHS tape, but given like a nice make, <laughs> nice makeover. You know Stories what I
0: mean? Stories from your friends next door. <laughs> they yeah. never told. You might be... You remember the original theme to AFV that they don't play anymore? <laughs> no. You might be a star tonight, so roll... Something, I think it's Roll Baby Roll. The red, white, and blue, the funny things you do, America, America visits you. Yeah, that's the old theme to America's 27 videos. I I didn't watch it much when he hosted. I've I've seen episodes in syndication. You know what the best part of Bob Saget AFV was? That was the cold open. He would be
1: like in the audience, right? uh, He like standing in the audience? Not him.
0: No, not, not Bob Saget's entrance. So they would do this gag where it would open usually up with the, with the video. Yeah. And then you, they'd pull out and they have V logo would come up and they pull out and it'd be a room where it was like the Simpsons gag with people watching the America's funny sound videos thing. Yeah. And they'd pull out and then you'd be watching them and then it would pan over and you'd be in the audience above the, the audience and you'd come down to that living room set and he'd yeah. walk in the door and it's like, honey, I'm home or whatever. <laughs> And but I always love those cold opens because they do a lot of goofy things with them. Mm,
1: it was a they were different they were they, differed, they were different right?
0: different yeah. one every week. It was like the Simpsons couch gag, but America's Funniest Home Videos. Huh, did that's it. cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch it when he was uh, when he hosted. See, we didn't have we all we had was like broadcast TV for forever. So Same. We, we watched. Yeah, um, I just,
1: that was never what I watched.
0: No, we watched all the time. I, I, you must have had a a really sad childhood where you didn't <laughs> use the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of dishwashers, looked at a house today. Yeah, Tim came with me to look at the house because we're gonna get gay married, so I can legally change my name. Yes, I've decided this. Um, that's the only reason why we're getting gay married—not for any of—not like, for any gayness. other reasons, not for
1: any butt babies or. Anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, went and looked at this house. My mom sent it to me because she works in town a couple days a week, and she instead of driving all the way to where she lives, hour and hour and fifteen minutes each way. She rented this, like, apartment in town that's a little studio, and they sleep there on the nights that she works in town, and then she works the next day, and then she drives home. And so she, I guess she discovered this house online, and the house has, uh, like, above-garage apartment, but there's no garage anymore. It's just, like, two storage units yeah. that they've closed off for some reason, not even made a door wide enough. You can get anything, like, substantially si- sized into it. And then it's this small house. I we went and looked at it, and we're talking about it on the drive back. And I'm just like, this house really, really sucks. Like, there's nothing good about it. And as much as I'd like to move out of this place into a house, I don't think that's the one.
1: No, it's definitely not that one. Yeah. The uh, only upside is moving
0: out. That's really the only thing going for it. Yeah. Is that is it, it's that a it's house? It's not here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to help you out and we'll work this out. And yeah, that would be ideal, but um it would just need to be a house other than this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that wasted a huge amount of our time today, it did yeah, yeah which is unfortunate. We ate at the mother road market, which is this new little, it's this one of these chic places. It's like a food court without the mall around it, but a little bigger. I know. I think Woodland Hills Food Court is bigger than yes, uh, and Woodland Hills is a small mall compared to the nationwide mall. I guess so. Yeah, Yeah, I've been to the what's the Dallas Galleria. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, the Glendale has a Galleria that is fucking massive. I mean, uh, what's the? There is one in in Virginia or Norfolk that's huge in Virginia, but yeah. Woodland Hills is a pretty small mall compared to yeah, the yeah. global mall. I just,
1: when I think of food court, I think of the promenade mall.
0: Yeah. Which is abysmal. Yeah. So this is a, this is a small little food court and we were looking around and talking and I was like, this, this is just, I don't think this is sustainable because it kind of sucks. The food's overpriced. It's inconvenient. So we go in, we walk up to two. We're the only people ordering food, by the it's way. A little, it's, we're having a late lunch. We're having a very late lunch. Uh, Tim goes to one vendor of food. Uh I go to another vendor of food. We order... Literally, like, next to each other. Yeah, right next next door to one another. We order roughly the same time. My food comes out. I eat about half my food. Tim's food comes out. And I was just like, this this is never going to (laughs) work. You can't come and eat at a place like this because inevitably even if you both order from the same place even if we had gone back to back to the same sure, place sure one of us is getting our food, food first because yeah. we were first in, in line yeah unless we order at the same time and order like two different things
1: that they can make at the same time
0: yeah but it's definitely this fad because we went to a place like that in tampa where it was it was a mall but all it had was places to eat yeah and it's i'd rather just go to a restaurant i'm not some kind of weird degenerate this is the it's
1: the weird in between of a food truck and a, having your own restaurant.
0: Yeah, it's like the food truck um parties where they ran out of parking lot. They set yeah you know, they set up the picnic tables and then you can go or when they do like a festival, like they'll have yep. an, or the first Friday. It's the walk, same
1: problem. Those have
0: yeah, and you go like, but the problem, the thing about food trucks is largely food trucks are inexpensive. Like you buy whatever food you're buying is like five dollars. The the thing is this place everything is was crazy expensive. Yeah, but ham you- and cheese sandwich, ten bucks. I had a steak sandwich. Yeah. 20, 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, Ridiculous. It was a really good sandwich. I know what people are thinking. They're <laughs> like, why didn't Tab get the steak sandwich? Wasn't in the mood. Yeah. Commissioner Steak has, has to take some days off. Because right? <laughs> uh, if
1: everything's steak, then nothing's steak.
0: Exactly. Right? You got to try ham every once in a while and be like, ah, this is piss meat. <laughs> <laughs> piss meat. <laughs> That's where it comes from, Tim. Where do you think ham comes from? It com- comes from the dong of the cow. That's why it's a different weird color and not the same texture as, as steak. Because steak comes from the steak part of the cow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> That's like something Maddox would yeah, have yeah. said. I should have said that in the Mad Cuck's voice. Uh-huh. I am kidding, by the way. I know that <laughs> ham does not come from the dong of the cow. Yeah. It comes from the ass. Yeah. <laughs> The butt. Well, no, it comes from donkeys. That's where we get yes. it. Ask me. Ask me. <laughs> uh, well, you ready to get some issues, Tim? Yeah. What's your first issue this week?
1: Here's what I don't get. Uh, the time warp. It's a that I. It's just a jump to the left. I, I cannot stay in the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Me either. Never been able oh. to. Um, this is why we're friends, Tim. Because <laughs> I fucking hate Rocky Horror. The only
1: reason uh, uh the only reason someone has to go to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. is because they're trying to get with a hot goth girl. <laughs> that, that, that's
0: right. The only uh, reason why the Rocky Horror Picture Show is still popular is because our dumbass boomer parents would get obscenely drunk and high uh-huh. and go to midnight screenings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And throw Picture
1: spoons Show at the...
0: Because it, was inex- yeah. because it cost nothing and they would just like have an uproariously good time. Then... Then they raise their kids and they're like, I right, we got the rock here. We used to like have all this fun doing it. <laughs> and so there's a word for it. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, but where kids have, you have this nostalgia for an era that you didn't live in. Oh, yeah. So kids yeah. have nostalgia for this experience that their parents had. So they go keep trying to recreate it, even though it'll never exist, because now it's a corporate thing being sold to you. Yes. It's a difference between like the fond memories you have of your family going to the beach and mm-hmm. like you and your dad going out there and building this big sandcastle versus the big nothingness of when you see a professional sand sculptor, like make this, make the exact replica of the Disney castle yes. in sand yeah. at Disney world with his like Disney polo and name badge. My name is Michael. Sand that you sculpture.
1: paid $300 to get into the park and for. you're
0: like, that's neat. But that will never have the like emotional depth of just filling a bucket up all the way up with sand and then flipping that fucker over and taking a stick and stabbing it in the top of it and being yeah. like, Look, we made a castle. How yeah. awesome. And then we're gonna dig a moat around it. It'd be like forcing our kids to be like, Hey kids, let's go. I'm it's you're gonna be your you're f- gonna- we used to have so much fun playing Halo. Let's sit down and play Halo.
1: <laughs> your first movie, your first big boy movie is going to be Lost in Space oh, yeah. <laughs> or Batman and Robin. Let's go see Batman and
0: Robin. And the, some of that stuff just doesn't just doesn't translate. Like a yeah. movie you loved as a kid that you may even still enjoy to yeah. watch it over and over again. You just can't pass whatever uh, glow it is. You can't will it into existence, but it does happen. Yeah, But
1: you know you, you can will into existence. The time warp, doing yeah. it again. What are we doing again?
0: A jump to the left. We're we're locking down again. A little step to the right. We're locking down again. Our hands are on our hips. We're locking down again. And we're squeezing our knees in tight. We're locking down again. We are. It's a shame. Who's locking down? Uh schools have already started locking down.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, is going
0: to pivot into my issue later. That's a good yeah. yeah. That's why is why we've ordered things in a certain fashion. It is I've seen the schools doing it. I've seen other countries are doing it, yeah, and it's just what's the definition of insanity doing the same things and expecting different results? Yeah. like what do you think you're going to get out of this? when you get
1: stabbed, you go to the hospital and you get stitches mm-hmm. when you when you go when you get a paper cut mm-hmm. you don't go back to the hospital and get
0: stitches. Especially when the stitches didn't work the first time. Sometimes you get stabbed, and then you develop horrible blood clots and heart conditions and die. Uh-huh. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes. Uh- so the thing to do then is to get more stabs. <laughs> yeah. We need third and fifth stabs. Yeah, it's it's an economy of scale, too. That's the crazy thing about the time warp now, right, is that... Okay, I knew everyone was retarded. Yes. But let's say you're not the 1% of absolute deranged mental patients like me that just fucking... I swear to God, I'm like wearing... 3d glasses all the time uh-huh. so i see the world in weird a weird shade of red and blue then other people aren't doing that mm-hmm. it's, and i'm not saying my perspective is correct i'm just saying it's it's off yeah. it's like five degrees off but that five degrees off sometimes i see something maybe other people are missing yeah like the fact that you're you're all aliens who don't mm-hmm. actually have human skin and all the ads say obey yeah here
1: is where, if if uh, I were editing the podcast, I would put in Judas Priest's song "I Am Nostradamus."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, March of two thousand twenty, and and I didn't believe this, but this is what the thing that went around a lot was that it's it's a novel virus. We don't know how it works. Yeah. We've never tried this before, so let's try the whole lockdown thing, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Now. I can see. I understand. I think you're wrong. I think if you advocated it, you should be genocided. Mm-hmm. But I understand the impulse to yeah. go. Yep. We need to do. We got to do something, something.
1: Something. We need something. Which is how we got all of the stuff. <laughs> exactly. Which is how we got the six
0: feet. How we got the masks. Was It was just to do how something.
1: Why people were wiping down their groceries.
0: And, At the beginning. and like they're showing us footage of of Wuhan, China, where yep. this virus came from out of the lab funded by the U.S. government by Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. Thus, the Fauci Wuhan, the Wuhan China <laughs> virus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's it's very scary. There was a lot of propaganda yep. going around. Very scary. But now it's been two years. Everybody knows someone who's gotten it. Yep. If you haven't yourself. Hadn't, if, if you yourself it. didn't get it. And it was, for you, it was like a bad flu, two weeks. Yep. Yeah. Sucked. Yep. Now you're fine. The rest of my family got it about a month later. Yep. I think max a week. Oh. Yeah. And so everybody knows, everybody at this point knows someone who got it. Maybe you know someone who died from it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because not that many people have died from it. No. You may have like read about a thing on TV. And I'm talking about people in your close person, not a Facebook friend, a friend a co-worker someone you saw once a month or more maybe someone died maybe someone got really sick you know uh ethan cantrell who was a guest on the show once he was in a coma i've got one of my stagehands was in a coma for months since september 13th i messaged him hey are you available to work this day and he said i've actually i'm not i'm not feeling i've got um got the China virus. I'm going in for treatment today. And I said, oh, okay, well, I hope you get feeling better. Let me know how it goes. And the next thing I knew, he was in a fucking coma. So he's out of the coma now, but he's like still in in um, treatment to get himself to rehab, where he can yeah. yeah, rehab. So two years of knowledge when they're like, oh, the, del- the what is it? Omicron is so, Omicron is so deadly. It, it's it's so infectious, it's So infectious. but it's like, and, and you know, and I, I, maybe I now, cause I'm interfacing with a lot more people mm-hmm. than I was two years ago. I was probably easily three or four times the number of people yeah. I was at the same time last, last year I'm interfacing with this many people now. And I can't, I can tell you probably a dozen people who I I'm, I, yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. How do you feel? Oh, well, I just, I just have it okay but are you sick <laughs> and yet these folks are like yeah we got locked down again because it can't it's be so infectious it's so infectious but and no one on tv is going like yes it's more infectious because viruses get more infectious and less deadly because so they that's, don't die that's how propagation of the species yeah. works like this is good this is the way we want it
1: in fact you want to now get it
0: yeah, because then you'll you have to get it. If you haven't
1: gotten it yet, get it now.
0: I'll get the next one. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm I'm still waiting for my winter of uh death that Biden promised yeah. me. Yeah. Every year I hope for a winter of death. Well, if we fucking lock down, it's gonna happen. Winter of death sounds like a cool metal. metal it does. Album, yeah. Uh,
1: winter bla- of death. It's a, it's a black metal. You know black. that's a black metal album with the the. It's it's just a blue and white. Uh, cover of just the snow covered mountains with like a little castle on top
0: no it's it's just the mountain peak and then their their logo that's like all over design yeah. so you can't even see what understand what mm-hmm. it says just stamped over the mountain <laughs> and then it says below it in that same like unreadable font
2: winter of death it's the winter of death a that's, lot, of, lot of tremolo
1: picking that's the
0: hook
3: yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I. But let's go. Let's try all these policies that totally failed two years ago. If any of that had worked, you you would not be needing to do it now. Yes. Again. Yep. Yeah.
1: And the amount of people that
0: uh, are are fully vaxxed and and so afraid and
1: and, and still getting it.
0: Yeah. Imagine this, right? So let's say you have a kitchen, your kitchen counter, and like you spill some kind of weird spaghetti and it stains the counter Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, well, you know, my normal cleaner is not, not going to cut it. I'm going to need something special. You go to the store, you go to the cleaning aisle and you find this thing and it's like super 88 cleaner takes care of any mess. Absolutely works where you know it's gonna clean the shit out of this and you're like spray
1: it on and leave it for two hours
0: cool and so you spray it on there you leave it for the allotted amount of time you come back and you wipe it down nothing happens so you're like well you know the directions say that sometimes you more treatments may be needed so you spray it on you leave it for another two hours come back wipe it down nothing you're like okay well let's try this spray down a third time this time you wait you wait four hours because maybe more maybe it just needs more time. more time and when you come to wipe it up instead of just using like the paper towel to wipe it up you get the scrub pad and you really work that work shit it in there. there yeah yeah and you wipe it down stain's still there so then you get an, you go back to the store you get another cleaner you try that and you go through a couple of cleaners and it's still not getting rid of the stain. Do you then go back to the Super 88 and like, let me try this Super 88 again. <laughs> it didn't fucking work the first time. You think that somehow by layering on a bunch of other cleaners and then using the Super 88, the stains, you're going to have to replace the counter. Yep. You to repaint re- everything. You're going to have to either repaint
1: it or now you have a spaghetti stain on your counter.
0: Yeah. Now we have this nice like thing. You're going to put a doilies. You got to live with it. Yeah. It's going to be there, but you barely see it. You can barely see it. The cleaning it, cleaning it, you know, it worked well enough. No, no. The only people are going to know are the people that know that the spaghetti stains there. Yeah. If you kind of move the coffee pot over a little bit, the coffee drips will be, it'll disappear. You start keeping your salt shaker right there. <laughs> Why is your salt shaker in the middle of the kitchen island to please stop asking questions? Shut the questions. fuck
1: up. <laughs> Get out of my house.
0: <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't do that. No. You would, you would either keep trying new cleaners. Maybe a new cleaner shows up in the market you never even yeah. heard of. Oh, maybe this will get rid of it. Maybe you go back to your old standby cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like, what's that old standby? Comet. I got this can of comet. I don't even know how it got here. I've never bought it, mm-hmm. but I have this can of comet. I know you like shake. You get it wet. I know it's supposed to clean everything. There's the whole song about it. But I've never actually purchased Comet, nor do I know how it works, but it's it's down in here. So maybe, Might as well. you know, I've just had the Comet my whole life. My parents had Comet. We've been using Comet for generations <laughs> and the Comet's just always kind of kept stuff clean when we have problems. Why don't I try the Comet? Why instead of the Super 88 and the new even Super Duper 88 or this new special cleaner that I'm supposed to like put into the kitchen before stains happen, <laughs> but then also after the stains happen, why don't I just try the Comet that's just been down there in the cabinet for all this time, just work, just working, every time you need it, you're you just like, what do I need? I need the
3: Comet.
2: Yep.
0: The Comet's just always been there for you. I remember having Comet when I was a kid. <laughs> I had comet, you had a stain, then I would have a stain, but my comet would clean it up. And I never get that same kind of stain again. Yeah. Are you understanding the analogy is <laughs> what I'm trying to get at? Yeah. Comet is a robust natural immune yeah. system. I don't, I don't get
1: there it. There are no you can't there are no salute there are no there's no cure for stains.
0: No, there's no cure for stains. You can kind of clean happen. you
1: can you can kind of clean it up. And then you, and then you forget about it in two weeks. Yeah,
0: eight. you're all better. Uh, I made a spill in the kitchen. Let me just uh, wipe this down, and then it's it's kind of a patina. I'm,
1: I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let it seep in.
0: No, no, because that would be I irresponsible. Have, well, that would be irresponsible.
1: The dog will come in and track it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, that's why you know you, it's not recommended for it. But sometimes if you get an infection, you take Q-tips and you clean out. You, you clean out your ears and mm-hmm. you get an ear you know you have stuff and building up in your ears yeah. you use a q-tip for it. it's not the recommended thing some people would say q-tips are made for horses but those people would be incorrect <laughs> you can also use q-tips for stains yeah you know a little bitty area to take this q-tip just work it in there bam cleaned you know what else q-tips are good for cleaning what? guns <laughs> true story but sometimes the not advertised usage of something is really the best usage for it. It's how we invent new things. You know how they invented bubble gum? Trying I, to ma- trying to make tire rubber.
1: Ah. Yeah. Well, what was the thing I was thinking of that was a mistake? Uh,
0: Your brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: there was something I was like marshmallows maybe. Yeah. Uh,
0: marshmallows. Marshmallows. Yeah. Please use the proper Vulcan terminology on this podcast. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. yeah, We're doing the time warp again. Doing the time warp. We're going to try that Super 88 because maybe this time it'll somehow clean the, the kitchen counter. And nobody like there are not there's not the outcry that to me I feel should be there. Yeah. Right. Because I I look at this and I see I see them going like let's try this exact same. Imagine a football game, <laughs> and you try a play, and your quarterback gets sacked. Yep. And then the next play, he, the coach is like, "All right, well, that didn't fucking work at all." But <laughs> do the same thing again. <laughs> let's they might not try see it, again. it <laughs> <laughs> They might not see it coming. Or they would, they do, and you're like, especially. So let's say you do like a weird play mm-hmm. where instead of lining up at the center, you like line up way to one side. Sure. Like what the what the fuck? You're trying what to like is run a going? statue of liberty or something. Yeah. So then the next time you line like and and but and maybe you get a little bit of progress, but they still sack the quarterback, yeah. and yeah. it's like, okay, well. Uh, you know, he, he has to break out of the pocket. He manages to get back to the first down, you know, back to the line of scrimmage. He get most people are going to be impressed. Cause I know all these football I'm impressed. <laughs> he gets back to the line of scrimmage. So they don't lose any yards. yard, but uh-huh. he gets fucking sacked right there yep. at the line of scrimmage. They're like, okay, second down, still second and 10. Let's try this fucker again. They go to line up, and then and they line up in the same spot again. Yep. And the team's like, what the fuck is, what the <laughs> fuck? And then the second time, it's like, uh, all right, well, we know what they're going to do, what they're yeah. trying to do with this play. And boom, this time they sack the quarterback. Now, he's, now it's third and, t- and 20. What are they going to do with third and 20? Punt. Well, actually, you punt at fourth and 20. Yeah. But they're going to line up and try and do it again. They're going to be at, <laughs> at fourth and 30. They're going to punt. And it's going to be pathetic. Yeah. Because they didn't even make it to the 50-yard line beforehand. Also, running backs. That's also.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a football position. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh. That was 100% of my football knowledge right there. Yeah. Right on display. Perfect analogy. (laughs) That's why I had to slip running backs in there, because I was pretty much running out of steam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of yours, here's what I don't get testing positive. So this is the weirdest thing to me, p- pivoting off of yours. Yeah. People are not sick anymore. No. Right? I'm not sick right now. I I sound I sound like shit. I'm stuffed up. Very clearly not 100%. Yeah. But I'm not sick because I didn't get tested. So I have nothing. I am a man without a country. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that are just I guess just testing for fun. Testing and they don't say, nobody says I calls in sick anymore. It's like, they're not like, Hey, yeah, I'm running a fever. I'm not feeling well. I think I should stay home. No problem. But the call in is I tested positive. Yeah. What's the policy for this? Do I need to quarantine? Like imagine this, right? You wake up one day for work. You got a fever and body aches. You decide you're not going to go into work that day. You shoot your boss a text message. Give him a call. Hey, I'm um, not feeling super well. I'm thinking I'm going to stay home. Your boss goes, no problem. Next day, you wake up, feel fine. Must have been one of those little 24 hour bugs. You go into work. Everybody's like, hey, we missed you yesterday. Yeah, it's good to be back. I wasn't feeling very well. Well, glad you're feeling better. Life moves on as normal. Yep. But now you go get a Q tip stuck uh, up in your nose hole. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I don't know, the PCR test, is that also a Q tip in the nose hole? Is the PCR test the rapid set? No, no, no the rapid. Anyway, the, the, they the, like do your mouth. They do all kinds of shit. Okay, Sw- swap your butthole. The long
1: test was the PCR test. Yeah. So no, it, that was also nostrils. So, but but I don't know if there is a difference uh, because in mine, um, the lady said, uh, 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 "Here it comes," and then shoved it all the way up into my nose, yeah. where it tickled my
0: brain. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't let people insert things in your body without yeah. your without consent yeah Yeah, so well with (laughs) with all that people are just like i tested positive because now the because we blew everything way out of proportion so people were just saying i tested positive now you have two weeks off of work sometimes paid and then the cdc is like oh yeah now if you are vaccinated then you only have to quarantine for five Five days." days yeah like oh yeah um, hey, you should have done this a year ago. <laughs> now, that, now that we um, destroyed the economy and got Trump out of office, you guys, you you're fucking fine. wage slaves can get straight back to work. Yep. So the Amazon, you're working in the Amazon factory. It's ridiculous because people will test positive. I had someone test positive on a show that was sent home. And now I have someone harassing me about the next show. Hey, um, we should really be testing our entire crew. Hundred 183 people. You want me to test 183 people at the cost to our company and the time cr- crunch to our company. Do you have any idea that what that would cost? The group that tests you for the show that threw you out are paying $22 a test. And in a lot of cases, in order to get people tested on time, they're paying an hour's pay for testing. So you're talking about $50 per test to get someone there and get and pay, the test yeah, done. Yeah. And if they test if they test positive on these tests, they don't get to work. They don't get to work, even if they have no symptoms. Even if I get to 183 people and let's face it, 20% of them test positive, you're talking about 30 people just leaving. Which is, a, that's, that's more than many shows. That's more than a lot of shows that yeah. are just now not allowed to work. And especially considering that when this person w- warned me about this upcoming epidemic that we're going to face, which is weird because I remember the same language happening two years ago, uh-huh. and the person that was in charge of me caved to it, and I will not. I am not fucking bowing to the fear, especially now that I have the ability to make fucking difference about it. <laughs> You don't want to work cuz you're afraid? Don't accept the call. Yeah. They'll let the rest of us live our lives. That's what that was my fucking stance 2 years ago and it's going to be my fucking stance to my dying day. The the warning of this, they bring up this person who was kicked out of a call as an example of how we stopped an epidemic. So I contacted that person. I was like, "Hey, just this personal question, you don't have to answer it obviously, but did you ever were you ever sick, either before or after you were testing. You know, did you get home mm-hmm. and then you got a headache and a fever, a runny nose, a cough, a scratchy throat, whatever's going on. Did you, before you, did you have like a day where you felt off and then you tested positive later? And he's like, no, I never knew that I <laughs> felt anything. If it weren't for the what their test said, I would have told you that I was not. Because that's the thing is, we're no longer... You're no longer either sick or not sick. No. You're tested positive or asymptomatic carrier. And there's no ability to not be an asymptomatic carrier. No, of course not. Because even if you go in and get tested, it's like, well, you might still have it. So you got to wear a mask and you got to get vaccinated. You've
1: had it before and you're fully vaccinated and boosted. And you tested negative, but you might be wearing a a mask, but you might be an asymptomatic
0: carrier. Yeah. So, and it's like none, that is not the way any of this works in order to be infectious with any virus, you have to be exhibiting symptoms symptoms or in the lead up to exhibiting symptoms. But if you, it's, it's guilty until proven innocent, but there's no innocent because (laughs) even if I test, even if I tested right now and it came back negative negative. Because the test takes so long to come back, it's like, well, you could be infected now. Now, yeah, you yeah. could be, but you could be infected yeah. now, but maybe you're infected now.
1: Yeah,
0: or now, now. What if you're infected now?
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Now. <laughs> See, you could be killing everyone in this room. Like, uh, yeah, clearly not though, because in two years I have never tested positive. I haven't been sick. What's the deal? Stop getting tested. That's uh, saying it since. Early March of 2020, stop testing, epidemic goes away. It you're, and especially these hypochondriacs that are just there are people that are just going and get getting tested. They're testing themselves. They're buying these like Walgreens tests. Oh yeah, yeah, and just testing themselves every day. Like, why? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> that's I, I think that's um, that's worse than the the actual crazies because that's not crazy, right? <clears throat> No. I mean, it is crazy, but it's not, I wouldn't call that like a mental case as opposed to the people that are like, yeah, I'm on my 37th vaccine and my, my liver is now pure liquid. Yeah.
0: Well, the, I love that. There's this whole thing that what's the mass formation psychosis where you mm-hmm. pump out enough information and people think they have something yeah. like you put those commercials out. If you or a loved one have mesothelioma, and then you're sitting there <laughs> watching TV and you go, I might have mesothelioma. <coughs> Do I have mesothelioma? Oh my yeah. God. Uh, And so this this suggestion that this is all a mass formation psychosis because the media ramped up fear, like 24-hour, 24-7 coverage of a virus for the better part of 18 months. And then the media goes, yeah, we looked into it and we didn't do that. We didn't make a mass formation psychosis. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. It would be like you, when you're playing, um, you're playing BS or some card game or clue, you're playing clue and you, you get to look in the little, you go like as Colonel mustard in the, uh, conservatory with the rope and you pull the envelope out and you look at it and you go, yeah, that's what it was. Everyone goes, can, can we see what's in the envelope? No, it's fine. No, no, no. I, 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 I won. I won won. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I looked at the envelope. I'll tell, and that's what it was, Can But the, you calling me a liar? Yes. No. Well, that's well, ridiculous. I'm not. So. You're a conspiracy theorist. You don't know what's in the envelope, so. Yeah, I. I, don't understand, people making each other test before they'll get together. Like people, that was a thing that was going around on the internet. Was that, like, yeah, we're getting our family's getting together for Christmas, and they have to always preface it. Like we're getting together for Christmas, but you know, only people who are vaccinated and everybody's getting tested beforehand. Like what? No, I don't fucking care. <laughs> you want to get together for Christmas? Feel free. Go. We excluded uncle Joey. Cause he tested positive, but is, is he sick? And that's, people won't answer that question. I've got tours shutting down and I, I asked one of the tours. I finally, I finally had enough. And I said, okay, I understand you need to cancel shows. Cause you got, you got too many cases. But when we're talking about cases, are we talking about a line on a test or are we talking about someone who's has a fever, they're coughing, they're, they're sneezing, like their body aches, chills. It, well, you know, it, it's all, it's all kinds, but do you have like one guy with a cough and five guys with a line? Or do you have one guy with a line and five guys with a cough? Because there's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if you it, like, if Tim walked in here and was like, "Hey, I tested positive," and he showed me one of those little stupid disposable mm-hmm. tests. I'd be like, "Well, even if he was like <coughs> tested positive for the coronavirus,' I don't think we should do the episode today." I go, "I don't give a shit, Tim. <laughs> Cough all of that microphone. I'm gonna suck the windscreen clean after you leave, <laughs> just like every just week. Just like every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know." But if he, especially if he was like, "Yeah, I've got a line on." If Truckin and Tuckin called us, if Truckin and Tuckin posted in our group chat a a picture picture of a fucking rapid test where he's like, "Yeah, I got two lines. We probably shouldn't do movie night." The first text from me would be to call him a faggot. (laughs) (laughs) Like you faggot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Good. uh, Have fun with your your vacation from work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it would be. Is it'd be like, yeah, hey, congratulations, get the week off. Do you want to go? Do you want to do, do something, something else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but do you want to go do vigorous cardio at the mall? <laughs> <laughs> those two guys have runny noses. And they're doing lunges through the mall. What the fuck? They're walking up and breathing on every door handle. Yep. <sighs> they're walking up to every one of those, every one of those pop up kiosks, and just like, yeah, I'd like to see that phone case. Mm. This is a heavenly phone case. (laughs) Let me see that red one. Wow. How nice of a phone case. I really like that. Let me see that phone case. Have you got it in a color like maybe a, I don't know, a uh, hallowed green? Or a chartreuse? (laughs) (laughs) Like really working up the spittle. Uh Uh-huh. Could you possibly provide me (laughs) with some poppies on the back of my poppy seed bagel, please? (laughs) Like, uh, Sir, I sell phone chargers. Oh, I would like to apologize with all uh, positivity that I can. I got running out of P words here. Can I lick your hand? (laughs) Just like I am going to be a super spreader local man tulsa man was arrested for doing vigorous cardio and saying a lot of s's and p's during wow. local
1: tulsa man given a fucking medal for uh
0: wiping out the pop-up kiosk no, population and
1: for giving the local population of tulsa for giving 98.8 percent of the local population of tulsa a natural immunity to the coronavirus yeah that's
0: true <laughs> Nope, tested positive. Gotta stay home and watch Cobra Kai season four or whatever fucking stupid show they're memeing about these days. That's how it works. That's what you got. The, I got the little line on my test. Then there are people that like, I tested negative, but I'm still sick. Which is ridiculous. Just a humongous waste of everyone's time and effort. Anyway. Yeah. I, be, because I can't. I can't, it feels like when we were in school and when you were sick, you had to bring a doctor's note. Otherwise it was an unexcused absence. Yeah. Even, but you also, if you showed up to school with a fever, they would send you home. They would send you home. So the way around the doctor's note was to go to school with a fever so that they would send you home. Your parents saying, my son had a fever. Of 104 was not good enough. You need to go to a, which is just a waste of time for everyone. Yep. And that was my, that was what my hope was. The only silver lining we could possibly pull out of this whole dumb fuck pandemic was it like maybe we're living at too fast a pace and we're putting um, the productivity of billionaires ahead of our own personal well being. So maybe this two week circuit breaker lockdown bullshit. It would be will be great because we'll be able to say, Okay, when you don't feel well, don't come to work. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just let it go. We're not gonna push you. But workplaces are ramping it up. Yep. They're like, Well, we need to see your COVID test. We need to see your doctor's note if you if you don't feel well, but you test <laughs> negative, yep. why aren't you here? It's just a cold, bro. You can come in. Yeah, but what if I don't want to? And don't you want and rather than me sitting at work, you know, exacerbating whatever condition I have, wouldn't it be better for me to just stay home, relax for two days and then come back in on Monday mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever day
1: and also not giving it to the rest of my coworkers?
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's that's what always happens is Which like, will
1: then, then just exacerbate the problem.
0: Yeah. Hire more pe- more staff and don't make anybody feel that they like the company will go under without them. Yeah. Now don't make them feel that they're expendable. There's a definitely a middle <laughs> ground that you can work there yeah. as an employer. Like treat like treating someone like a fucking human. Treating people like people. Yeah. The, the way think think of your employees as if they were if you were like their cool aunt. Yeah. <laughs> right? You give them you give them responsibility, you trust them with stuff, but then when they're not feeling well, it's like cool aunt's here. Hey, cool aunt. I'm don't yeah. Don't worry about it. Like here, you know, have some soup. Here's a soup recipe. Take a couple of days off. No big deal. We'll pay you. We'll pay you eight hours for the two days. Like the, the money is irrelevant for these companies. The amount of money that you get, if you're sick for two days, the, all the sick time bullshit that they pull. Yep. And that's why people are gaming the system by being like, Oh, I tested positive. I guess I got quarantined for five days and the government, I guess they can just lay you off, but, but this is pushing people to be into thinking that they need to just keep working. You know, you're getting a DoorDash who's yep. like sneezing on your bags and they come in whole, whole things retarded. It's just, just a cold. We don't, it doesn't matter if you're sick, stay home. If you're not sick, don't get tested. I totally get it. If you're sick and you, but even if you're sick, how many times in your life have you been sick where you thought I need to see a doctor? Personally? Yeah.
1: Uh, it's been a long time since Yeah. I mean, I had the I had covid what, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Decently I had a decent case. I didn't I never felt I had to was bad. Well, I got dangerously dangerously close to a 105 temperature. Yeah. Which is when most people say you should go to the ER.
0: Yeah. You know when I say? You should go I, to the, I didn't
1: feel like I had to.
0: Yeah. You know, I think you should go to the ER. Never.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've never had to be, luckily. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid and, you know, like into high school, I got bronchitis like every year.
0: Yeah. And ain't nobody got time for that.
1: Yeah. But like, that's the thing. is like, can I, just, can I get the, the, the pill that gives me so I don't get bronchitis ever?
0: Yeah. I
1: can't because it doesn't fucking exist. No. Take your antibacterials and decrease your the symptoms that make you uncomfortable with these products. Cause that's that's how fucking viruses work.
0: Yeah. So in I've I've never been one to get sick. Typically the worst I have is a fever. I'll have a fever for one or two days. Mm-hmm. And maybe some body aches and or a runny nose, cough, congestion, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But it's never been to a point where I wake up, I'm like, I don't really feel well. I kind of feel like I'm feverish. Let me get a thermometer and take my temperature. Oh, I do have a fever. Now that's the other part of it, is that they do the thing where they're scanning you, it says hundred degrees. Like that's the if you that's a normal temperature. Like if I'm my body's a hundred degrees. I have a five degree temperature at that point or four to four and a half degree mm-hmm. temperature, depending on my normal homeostasis level. The whole 98.6 is a, is a scam based on bunk science, because the science is wrong because science isn't real. Just like birds aren't real. And just like the globalists want to take you and tr- tr- suck all the blood out of your babies. That's why they want massive abortions clinics uh, They're to make put chemicals in the water, make the frigging frog get. That's all I know. But yeah, take a temperature, temperature and be like, I am running a bit of a fever. Uh, let me, like, let me. Air on the side of caution. Air on the side of caution. I'm going to go ahead and miss class today, or I'm going to go ahead and stay home from work. Let me shoot my butt. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing critical going on. Like, someone will need to monitor this show, but we can make that work. Let me send a message into my boss real quick. Let me. I'm going to make some food, you know, I need I I I want some soup. Let me go to the store. I'm going to you know, put on some comfortable clothes, grab my wallet, drive to the store, get the stuff I need to make it through the day, go home. And then I'm just going to like alternate between laying on the couch and watching TV, laying in bed. And every once in a while, I'll get up and make myself some soup or some grilled cheese or something warm that I can just eat and kind of relax and be comfortable. And I'll drink, I'll, you know, I'll buy some Gatorade. So I'll stay hydrated and drink lots of water. And then the next day I wake up and feel fucking fine. Yep. I don't need to go to a doctor and have him go like, hey, yeah, you have a slightly elevated temperature. You probably have a cold. You should stay home from work and not exasperate yourself. No, instead, while my immune system's compromised, let me go sit in this den of dirty, disgusting people, just <laughs> <coughs> I've never covered my mouth my entire life for any reason. I've never even wiped my mouth after eating. <coughs> And then they look right in your face like, Hi, what's your name? Oh, oh, oh." Oh, great. Thank you. I I needed that right in my life. And I try to be polite and not But on the plus
1: side, when you're a kid, you get to read highlights.
0: (laughs) Why would I want (laughs) to read highlights when I have (laughs) Batman Legends of the Dark Knight right here? Batman's got a beard. He's beard beard man. Stupid. I tested positive. I tested positive. But are you sick? It's kind of like the way I am now And someone's like, yeah, so-and-so died of co- from COVID. Were they fat? Did they have diabetes? And were they old and fat? <laughs> yeah, it was my grandpa. He was 98 years old. He weighed 430 pounds. He had terminal diabetes and lymph-, lymph-, lymph. He had terminal diabetes. He had beat leukemia three times. He had emphysema, and he still smoked a pack of cigarettes a day.
1: Huh. Yeah, a cold would have killed him. Pneumonia seen- would have killed him. A stomach <laughs> flea would have killed him.
0: Amazing, yeah. My, uh, my, my son-in-law's best friend died from died from COVID. Had he get his feet cut off? Yeah. What he get his? How did he get his feet cut off? Blood clots. Huh. Unvaccinated? No, no. Who's vaccinated? Oh, you mean the ones that caused the blood clots. Huh. <laughs> how about that? Anyway, look. There's a bunch of people I killed in Skyrim. Nice. Well, that brings us to the other episode, which means time for.
2: This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricky the News Network. Definitely not fake news.
0: Well, Tim, what news do we have today?
1: Uh, Our first news story comes to us from your favorite city in the world. Atlanta? Las Vegas.
0: That was my first guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When you went to Las Vegas last time.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, How many Elvis shows did you go see?
0: Um, let's see. Okay, there was the one at the Sands, then there's the one at the one, what's the hotel that has the birds on it, the Flamingo? Uh huh. Um, of course, there were all the street Elvis performers, and then Dick Masterson was gonna dress as Elvis, but but then his costume got stolen. Yeah. So, uh, I think all together, none.
1: Yeah, <laughs> how many did you see advertised?
0: I have no idea. All of them,
1: the, the answer tab is zero. Oh. Uh, there is no longer any Elvis Pe- Presley tribute on the, on the Las Vegas strip. And at the moment, none at all anywhere in the city.
0: Oh my God. Uh, all is shook- there an Elvis convention in, in Graceland <laughs> and everyone fled Vegas. Is that what happened?
1: Uh, all shook up the lone Las Vegas production themed for Elvis has hauled out of the V theater at Miracle Mile shops to play in Hollywood. Uh,
0: um, whoa, 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 That's the theater where we did our show. Uh huh. It wasn't the V Theater. what? It wasn't the V Theater, but it was in the Miracle Mile. Nice. That's amazing.
1: Um, yeah, they just pulled out of Las Vegas, uh, coincidentally, on Elvis's 87th birthday this past Saturday.
0: Yeah, you know who didn't pull out? Elvis. Elvis.
1: <laughs> um, which is crazy because...
0: Oh, uh, oh, oh come on, baby. Oh, there's been oh, at least oh, one ticketed
1: production... Oh. Elvis production oh, since at least 1978. That's incredible. Um, and all shook up. The one that just left uh, had been in run consistently since 2014.
0: That sounds about right. I did a children's musical theater version of all shook up and about them.
1: Um, but yeah, like like I guess no one wants to see Elvis anymore.
0: Well, you know what, kids these days, all the kids ruining all our Elvis
3: impersonators.
0: Well, that's because, so uh, Elvis is in Million Dollar Quartet. I worked that show three times. Mm. I was talking to Elvis backstage. He's a, He was a great Elvis, by the way.
1: People don't, just people don't, like kids don't know who Elvis is.
0: Okay, this is the Because fun. their
1: parents only barely knew who Elvis was.
0: Yeah, he's a king, baby. Uh,
1: and so, you know, we know who Elvis is because.
0: We're in touch with media and the cultural lexicon. But
1: also we're old enough. That, uh, we were, you know, he, he, it was, you could make it, you could make Elvis jokes in the early nineties. Yes. Cause it had only been what?
0: 20 years, 15, 15 20 years. 15, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. Since he was dead. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, speaking of anyway, the million dollar quartet Elvis, this is the funniest thing in the world. Elvis's boyfriend dumped him while he was on the road. And so Elvis just comes in just like fucking devastated because his boyfriend left him and i will never i will never think of elvis any other way than just the look of pure sadness and despair on his face as he came trudging in from the dock just just like a crushed and broken oh man. you mean
1: the person playing
0: elvis yes oh okay melvis if you will melvis yes anyway what's our next news story uh our
1: news next news story is a local story um we'll need to ask uh Tuckin to if he knows anything about this okay um but there is a man in custody after he is accused of having a homemade explosive device at the Hard Rock Casino, uh, according to the local Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. Um, they have they had surveillance video of uh, bags being left under a seat under a set of stairs at the casino. Uh, they found a pipe bomb in it. Yeah, and uh, the weird part is that they caught him at the casino.
0: Okay, that is weird.
1: Right? You you would think like if I like hmm I want to bomb the local casino. Let me go in, put the bomb, arm it, and then leave. Uh yeah, this guy did not leave. Um when uh they found him 4 hours later. So he this guy brought a pipe bomb to the casino. Yeah. And then was like I'm just going to play some slots for 4 hours
0: maybe he thought that he was gonna set the pipe bomb off as a like ploy to steal money from the casino uh-huh. that was gonna be was, big it was it was set
1: right on the the backside of the wall of the safe
0: yeah um i wish i knew to make pipe bombs yeah you know for a you know, personal home reasons, sure, sure not sure. anything untoward Alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives, three legal things, four legal things. Four Explosives legal things. are also yeah. legal, two of which are constitutionally protected rights. It's yep. wild. wild world. But in. you can't have too much of them. Ooh, yes, that's true. You can't. Uh,
1: our next <coughs> news story uh, is for degenerates like you. Yeah. The Association for Dressings and Sauces, decades-long battle to revoke the standards for French dressing has finally come to an end. The FDA has agreed to deregulate the label, which uh, this Association for Dressing and Sauces said restricts innovation in French dressing. Uh, What? Yeah, it's a decision from the FDA. It's revoking the, quote, standard of identity that they have about French dressing that has been in place since 1950. It dictates what ingredients manufacturers must include in order to market their product as French dressing. And this uh, this association of dressings and sauces has been fighting since 1998 to eliminate this standard for wow. French dressing.
0: Wow, that is um, wild.
1: And I think they're looking for a, for for some uh, new employees. If you want to go join them, do they have a commissioner of French dressing? De- yeah, in their degeneracy.
0: Yeah, it's good. Gets good dressing. Yeah. I'll become the commissioner of French dressing. Then I can work myself my way up to steakhouse commissioner. My dream job, man. I found it. Steakhouse commissioner, steakhouse commissioner, the commissioner of steakhouse is like the commissioner of baseball. Yeah. I assume that he's the one that gives the express written com- permission for you to be broadcast. <laughs> like, uh, oh, this is a uh, steak commissioner, a certified approved. I'll give that to basically any place that gives me a free steak though. So, mm-hmm. you know,
1: uh well, we got one quick last news story here. Uh This is uh from
0: Quebec. Quebec. Um Lovely fishing in Quebec. What what else do you know about the people that live in Quebec? I know that they speak Quebecois, which is a weird bastardized French.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. But but like wh- how do you how do you feel about them personally?
0: Well, you know, uh they have a lot of pretty girls, but I can't really talk to them cuz I they don't speak English and I don't speak French and I am not mm-hmm. good looking enough to get by on just my looks well
1: uh apparently the people that live in quebec uh really will do uh anything for um for alcohol and weed oh because uh the number of appointments for the first dose of the covid vaccine has risen sharply China in quebecs um after uh so they went from fifteen hundred per day mm-hmm to 6,000. That's a quadrupling
0: mm-hmm.
1: after um, they announced that vaccine passports will be required to enter um, stores selling alcohol and weed.
0: Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, That ought to be illegal. Vaccine passports. Well, this has been... Well, it takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, my defense fund for my attempted attack at the Hard Rock Casino. <laughs> so if you want to help us with that admission, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which sounds like... Here's what I wait, don't get. No, that's what it stands for. It also, it, sells, it, it also, it also sounds, sounds like that, it, yeah. Because it is what it is. Because that is what it is. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you want to, uh, over there, we have five tiers of the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs. We do like our recent before and after of The Matrix Resurrections. I still
1: don't know how you keep remembering the name of I don't the
0: know either, because <laughs> I can't remember the name of the new Star Wars movie to save my life. Yeah, the last name, the last
1: three, name the last three Star Wars movies,
0: The tr- the last trilogy. The Last Skywalker. Uh-huh. The final Jedi uh-huh. God damn it <laughs> The final Skywalker The the Fantastic Skywalker
1: <laughs>
0: And The Force Awakens uh-huh. I got him that's nailed it The final Jedi The f- <laughs> <laughs> The Matrix Resurrections uh, <laughs> The um we have our $10 tier where you, we have our $5 tier the we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. Where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and record a financially commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 spike producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can uh, ban a guest. You can limit a voicemailers to call time. Someone had us change the name of the Discord general chat. I saw that. From Libertarian Utopia to Pedo Paradise for a while. And then said, back to normal. So I changed it to back to normal. Uh, You know, that's all an option when you're a spite producer. So we thank all of our patrons, big and small. You helped make the show possible. But Tim, what is your second issue this week?
1: Here's what I don't get. Uh, Showing your ass online.
0: Show your ass.
1: Yeah, so I opened up an OnlyFans and...
0: (laughs) Not making any money.
1: No. um, No, this is about the... uh, um, do you know who, you know who Mike Shinoda is? No. He's the, uh, guy in Lincoln Park, what didn't kill himself.
0: Okay. That really not <laughs> narrowing it down.
1: Uh, he's the guy that raps in Lincoln Park.
0: Okay. Yeah. I know Lincoln Park.
1: Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. You've heard them before. Sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, apparently he's, uh, He's Isn't that where Martin
0: Luther King gave his "I Have a Dream" speech. Yes, Lincoln Park. Yes. Okay. Um,
1: he's in NFTs. We found everyone yeah. just found out he's in NFTs uh, because he showed his ass online. Uh,
0: and he has a non functioning testicle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is he tweeted this out the other day. Um, uh, I hate the way he's he worded this. He was like, "I really want to have a conversation with people about NFTs, and and not just people yelling at me. Fuck you." <laughs>
0: I won't. You won't do it. You tell me.
1: Uh, he's he's he said I'm surprised by so much negative sentiment by gamers about NFTs.
0: Gamers,
1: um, which is funny because what Ubisoft just started doing NFTs. Um, and there's all these like NFT games that are now being developed. And NFT just just like everywhere in every other um So you're telling me like Media yeah,
0: can Team Fortress things you unlock are now NFTs.
1: So here's the here's the scary thing is that is scarily like the precursor to NFTs was the Team Fortress 2 thing. Oh my god. Because Team Fortress 2 was one of the first games to do loot boxes. Uh and, you know, you would earn the boxes in-game for free, but then you'd have to buy a 250 key to unlock it. That's okay. And you would you would get, you know, a bunch of cosmetics or a gun skin or whatever. And, you know, the really rare ones would go for, you know, hundreds of dollars on the Steam market, which is essentially what NFTs are now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but he's really pushing around. He's he's pushing. Uh, he's trying to push his his uh, NFT stuff, and he's so he was talking about why there's so much negative sentiment about gamers about NFT. What the first thing uh, that comes to mind is, uh, I mean, it's just like it's it's another form of you know loot boxes and microtransactions and yeah. the shit that has been
3: killing gaming
1: killing. Uh, but but luckily has been going you know relatively uh, going down in the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, at, at in the very least that you know it's not it's not turning games into pay to win anymore. Mm-hmm. You can pay you you can play like free to play games will have their store where you can buy a jacket for ten dollars, but it's just a jacket. It doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, it's like the. There, there was this fad of games for Android. Well, I assume it was for iPhone too, where it was like play this game and win real money. Yeah, and you know, straight to cash app and it'd show like people mm-hmm. like I got all this money, and then yeah. they'd show like the game, and it would be like pop bubbles, and every bubbles worth a dollar. And then, and then, but then the actual game, it's like, oh, you have to get a thousand dollars to cash out, and so you'd play, and you just like see this tiny. This, tiny amount and it yep. would just build 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 build, build, build and you're like nine hundred dollars nine hundred fifty dollars and then all of a sudden all the rewards would slow to a stop and you would never be able to really hit the thousand dollar yep. mark so here's here's really what got this going uh last week uh here's
1: this is his tweet ah so here's something people aren't explaining nfts don't have to be jpegs
0: they can also be pngs bn bnps and, yeah yeah and you know.
1: tif um Imagine taking your fa- this is this is him showing his ass. Imagine taking your favorite skin from Valorant and then using it in Fortnite and not paying extra because you own it and then using it in Call of Duty, Minecraft, even on Twitter or Instagram.
0: Is is he talking about mods?
1: Uh he's talking about something that will never fucking happen because you can't even fucking take one thing from the old Call of Duty into the next Call of Duty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that cross-plat, it's like people being like, what if, what if they had a video game console <laughs> that could play N64 games and PlayStation games? Wouldn't yeah. that be awesome? Wouldn't that be better for everybody? The
1: fucking thing that the crazy guy at the GameStop or the EB Games in
0: 1999 was telling you as a seven-year-old. Hey, 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 to be fair, those exist now. Have you not seen them? It's like, um... It was like a called a retro box, and you could put N64 games and Atari games and Sega games and uh Super Nintendo games into it. It had like it was just a bunch of slots. And essentially what they did was they but comb- they put all the hardware, because we can now miniaturize yeah. all
1: that hardware. You know, they them 'em twenty years. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they could put the hardware for each console in in a small form factor and then just route the outputs all into one HDMI. Yeah. I remember seeing it and I cool. th- and I was like Wow, that is exactly what I wanted as a kid. Yes. Only, only you know, but now I don't want it because yes.
3: it's
0: useless. <laughs> um, but it'll never happen because they will never be like, yeah, what if it'd be great if your Xbox games played on your PlayStation, but they don't. So fucking buy it again. Yeah. Yeah. Your PS4 games don't even fucking play on your PS5. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh, then someone asked him, "So, can I resell the NFTs to others that I've already bought?" And his answer was, uh, "This is a key point: reselling items you acquired in game. These things have value. No, they fucking don't.
0: Once it's a zeros. line.
1: It, they're ones and zeros. If you got lucky and have two rare items, so let's say, I, let's say I play a lot of Destiny, right? Uh-huh. I'm I'm getting I'm rolling loot weapons all the time. Yeah. If I have apparently if I have two rare weapons." What if I could just sell or gift the second one off for real money and not just in-game cash?
0: That that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah. I kind of feel like these people read Ready Player One yeah, and they yep. like took it way too seriously. But because what's more likely to happen, right, is like, oh, you have two rare items. Combine three rare items and upgrade to a legendary. Yeah. And now you're like, Hunting for cards in the game. And Sounds to me TV like YouTube. he doesn't know
1: how NFTs work. And he also doesn't know how games work.
0: Uh, well, that's probably because he's not a gamer. He is, though. He's a Twitch streamer now. Yeah, I thought he was a rapper for some park. Yeah. Yeah. You can do both. I don't think so. Yeah. T-Pain's on Twitch. Well, how does they get Wi-Fi to the park for him to
1: stream you've never been to um that we got the new park downtown gathering place they got wi-fi
0: there yeah but lincoln we got a whole library there lincoln parks were all named you know in the 40s when we were idolizing white men before Mm -hmm. these times Yeah, that's why that's called the gathering place and not the henry zero campus for perpetuating (laughs) the zionist nation that's a different campus Uh also in town yeah uh yeah
1: i it's I I don't know how he doesn't understand that this also just sounds like he's just regurgit he's just regurgitating whatever bullshit
0: like um, marketing scheme marketing scheme sold to was him. sold to him yeah
1: yeah like imagine if you could do this okay I, I'm imagining it but it's not gonna fucking happen
0: sounds stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course they'll go you know eventually something like that will happen where. It's like Fortnite will pair team up with Call of Duty, or Call of Duty will team up with Counter Strike, and they'll be like, "Everything you unlock in Call of Duty Ghost Warfare 17 will transfer into Counter Strike 11," and you'll be like,
1: "Never!" I mean,
0: fucking never. Uh, It'll happen. It'll happen for one game and one game only,
1: or or like two, two games from the same company.
0: Uh, no, two no, games
1: that are owned by the same yeah company.
0: maybe or it'll be a cro- even if it's a cross-company deal it'll be the one thing and nft bros will go like see you said it. Would, you said it would never happen the way like the never. way like there's
1: like a there's um there's a starcraft and a diablo there's, there's a warcraft starcraft and diablo skins in uh overwatch
0: yeah, the way they're all blizzard the way you can get um like fallout items in skyrim yes. through the, the, skyrim, the creation skyrim creation kit, kit yeah it's like, yeah, this is a, well, it's a creation kit that you could buy mods mm-hmm. direct from Bethesda for zero money for the modder. Yeah. Like if I was going to buy mods, I would use fucks as fucking Nexus mods and click the donate button. Yes. <laughs> not pay you useless fucks who can't update the game for that you've been re-releasing yeah. for 11 years. <clears throat> I hate when people just recite the marketing pitch. Yeah. You know... Like an iPhone user who can tell me why they like their iPhone more. And it usually comes down to something like, well, I can FaceTime with my nephew because my sister also has an iPhone. It's like, okay, that's fine. I get it. You're a lazy. You don't want to have two apps. Whatever. Don't give a shit. Versus the people that are just like, well, you know, I like the Apple stuff because it just works and like it's better for creative people like me who do. My- you use it to fucking browse Facebook, you <laughs> giant asshole. Yeah, you're not using it to create massive works of art. Yeah, but like I could, I could do that. Like I look at check that this drawing app on my iPad. You can't draw, but if I spent time, I could. But you're not. You use that to watch YouTube videos. You don't need an iPad. You want an iPad. And the want comes down to something like I like the status of it. I like that it look I look rich and I FaceTime with my nephew or some stupid shit. Not even like I like the design of it. (laughs) Yeah. There's versus but if I'm like, oh you know I like Windows because it's robust editors and it's like the next generation. Windows eleven offers more. You are just a you're a commercial. Yeah. You are a walking talking commercial. commercial. You know why people like Windows? A, they don't.
1: B, they use it because it fucking mostly it came on the computer. That's why they use yeah, it. Yeah, that's
0: why they use it. Yeah, that's why people use Windows because it came on the computer. Because the Mac's too fucking expensive, or they don't yep. like the way it works. And Windows came on. Windows the is the other option. Yeah, that's that's why they use it. The it's the same thing with like the vaccines. The vaccine mm-hmm. people like. I don't want to get it because I don't want to get it. I'm not afraid. I'm not worried about blood clots or myocarditis. I just, I don't want it. I don't like your fucking push to make people do something. Like that's a big part of it. But at the end of the day, I'm not afraid of this virus and I just don't want it. When you tell me that I need, people need to get it because it'll, protect them and protect their family. Or like if I piss in my pants and you're wearing pants and I'm not wearing pants, <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? <laughs> Just yeah. shut up. Stop trying to make analogies that are bad. <laughs> Just live with the fact that I don't want to make the same decision that you want to make because I am a different human being that makes different decisions. I don't need a marketing pitch given to me. I got the vaccine because I was afraid of getting it. And I have, a I have a kid. Fine, fine. I got the, I got the vaccine. Cause I, I caved. I thought my employer was going to have to man, was going to be mandating. It and I just caved fine. Don't expect me to think the same things that you think. I don't expect people to think the same things. I think, yeah. I think most <laughs> of the things I think are fucking insane, <laughs> but I can't stop thinking them. Yeah. Like, like that video that I did last year or two, is it, it was in 2020, the video I did Batman decoded. Yeah that was me thinking those things. Uh That wasn't a joke. That wasn't me like sitting down and being like, let me write a funny mad cucks bit. That was me sitting in my house, thinking of things. And I was like this fucking Batman (laughs) fucking Batman. is the whole world. What a crazy, it's the Nostradamus effect where if you just look at something through exactly the right lens, you can say that it predicted the thing. That is the fucking ramblings of a lunatic. I don't expect everyone to watch Batman Begins and go like, "Well, clearly Donald Trump has to be elected because he's <laughs> Batman." No, it's, it's wild and stupid. But we all these people got to regurgitate the the ad copy to like justify why they wasted money. Oh, these NFTs, they're only going to go up. You know, look, look at these monkeys. The monkeys that people bought them for $5,000 and them for $10,000. That's a 20% markup. It's like the same thing people do with timeshares. Yeah. Yeah. Time shares. That's, I love
1: the Crypto Bros taking L's Twitter account. Yeah. There's literally posts of, of guys have been like, this guy lost $12,000 on an NFT scam yesterday and is now asking, like, what the hot new NFT scam is.
0: Yeah. Or the, it's the the Amway. It's the exact same Sensi, yep. Senegens, um, Mary Kay, Mary Kay, Avon, Avon, the Pampered Chef, yep. the Tupper Max, yep. whatever. You can be your own boss, and you can be your own boss and earn lots of money. And have your people free working time. under you. Yeah, yeah, it's no, It's not a thing. There's money. There's not like a cheat. There's not a cheat code for wealth. Yep. It like it takes sacrifice. Just like there's not a cheat. There's not a way to lose weight easily without diet or exercise. <laughs> Something's gotta change. You want to earn wealth, you have to, like, change the way you earn money. I was telling my sister the other day, she was talking about getting a job and, like, where she's going to put money. She's like, I'm going to put, I'm going to take my, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to put half my money into a savings account for college. And I was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Don't put your money in a savings account. Savings accounts are a scam. This is what you do. Don't even, you don't even have to take half. Take 20%. Take some amount that you'll never, you Seems like a lot, but it's not because you're not mm-hmm. actually earning any money right now. And open up a Roth IRA. And just like every paycheck, set up your direct deposit. So 10%, 15%, 20% just goes right in that Roth IRA. And then and you're 15, right? She's fifteen. And you just start dumping money. There's probably you're depending on what kind you find, you're gonna have to put a seed amount in there. Mm-hmm. But so you put $500 in as your seed or $1,000 in as your seed, and then you just you get in the habit of always putting this small amount into your Roth IRA for 40 years, and then you're 55, and you've got like $11 million because yep. it's been making 7% a year on compounding interest with just this little bit you're putting in, plus if you then get one if you start opening other IRA accounts like one that's with employer match that's pre-tax you're retire you retire early and you have more money than you'll ever need because you started saving for retirement at 15 instead of 35 yeah and she was like, "Wow, that's a really good idea." I said, "I know it's a good idea. I'm fucking wicked smart." That's how it, and yeah, it's going to take a big sacrifice when you're making 7 dollars an hour or whatever fucking minimum wage is now. But then when you're old and you don't have to work anymore it's like okay I'm gonna move to Tulsa or someplace low cost of living I have 11 million dollars in my Roth IRA and I'm just going to start getting payments out of that not even take the lump sum out just to start yeah. getting payments so <laughs> it's still accruing interest It's going to like it's not going to keep growing but it's not no. going to depreciate you're only pulling out 93 percent of what you're pulling out every anyway. That was my advice to my younger sister. That's my advice to everybody. Open up your bank account probably your the bank you, you have a bank account with has a probably offers an IRA yeah. program. If they don't, you can just go to another bank, or you can go to it. You know, there's lots of ways to get them. You can fucking go to Edward Jones or Fidelity mm-hmm. Mutual and just just go to their website yeah. and say I want to open a Roth IRA and they'll say you need to deposit this much to begin with. And then you go to your employer and you go, "All right, here's my Roth IRA account number. I want to deduct this much per, post-tax." Post-tax. Post tax. That's the important tax. thing. Because it has to be post tax because then you don't have to pay tax on when yep. you withdraw it. You fuck the government right in the butthole. Until they change those rules because I know of they're going to yeah. as yeah. soon as all the baby boomers retire, they're gonna be like, uh yeah, Roth IRAs are now gonna be taxed at like it's gonna be real low. It's gonna be like three percent if you withdraw more than ten thousand dollars a year. So like the amount that everybody's gonna <laughs> need. And then the next year, it's to be like, okay, yeah, so we thought we'd get this amount of money, and we didn't, so we're going to make it 11% if you withdraw more than $3 per year. And if you withdraw more than $14,000 per year, it's going to be 37%. Like, why do you get to steal money from us for getting money, you fucks? Basically, what I'm trying to say is burn it all down. I will eat my neighbors. Well, here's what I don't get. Uh cursed land. So I did a show this week and I went back to a place that I have not been in damn near a decade. And it's weird. It's weird because I got there and I felt my uh, I was like I felt the mental rut like as I pulled into the parking lot I was like do 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 do. Oh shit. And my my demeanor changed, my like perspective changed. It was like I shifted back. I was cruising in fourth, and I shifted back in a second. And just the fucking lurch, engines <laughs> fucking spinning against the as the car comes to a sudden halt. And I was like, I have got to like mentally get over this this handicap that I now find myself in. But then it was funny because the day the day continued on, and I was, I was like, I this place is cursed. I walked onto this land, so. I was working in a theater that I worked in many years ago, and when I worked there, I was not happy, mm-hmm. and I did not ever intend to go back. But
3: uh-huh.
0: shh, fucking life goes <laughs> fast, bro. Yeah. Uh, and so I was working there again, and I was working there in roughly the same capacity that I was working in, but I was making about uh, five times the money. Sure. And That'll which do it. which was which was nice. Yeah. <laughs> But it was weird. It was even weirder because then I ran into um, the guy whose game show we won. Oh, really? Who was also working there, not in the same capacity, but who also hadn't been there since basically we were there together. And I walk in, I open up a backstage door, and he's sitting there, and I was like, What the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah, I would have had the
3: same. What the fuck (laughs) are you doing
0: here? (laughs) I was like, I I know. I would have had the same reaction, yeah. And, uh, it was bizarre, but then I came around to this... Great to the, guy. The great guy. I came around to the uh, the fact that... And the fact that we won $5,000 off him is not the reason why he's a great no, guy. No, no. Uh, I came to this realization that the whole place is fucking cursed. The whole theater is cursed. <laughs> it is cursed by the... Broken hopes and dreams of dozens of theater students who have come and faded and failed into mediocrity. And and not
1: just theater students. The the whole arts wing. The whole arts. The
0: whole all of it (laughs) is just, it's a fucking scorched earth of salt and death and despair. And they should just fucking condemn the whole place and build a wall around it with a glass dome (laughs) and put like a... A catwalk around the outsides, mm-hmm. and let people tour the facility and just look in the dome and just go. Uh, this is where hopes and dreams came to die in Tulsa, Oklahoma, through a n- unique mix of mediocre mediocrity and overinflated egos and horrific mismanagement by middle managers promoted well beyond their capabilities and. A legacy of people so concerned about keeping things the same that that failure was destined the university of tulsa a hell from which no man can escape
1: we then we put a bunch of guns and <coughs> ammo and armor in there and we drop all the oklahoma yeah. death row um
0: in prisoners inmates. Place apart
1: no, 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 we parachute them in um And and there's like a hundred of them or so, and they fight till there's one person left.
0: Uh What does that one person get? Uh, Immediate execution. Forty six (laughs) thousand dollars. Yeah, it was. So the funny thing is, I worked many shows there, and I saw this same process happen, and it usually happened over the course of about a week, two weeks, and depending on the the show process. Yeah. And I saw it happen yesterday, and this woman. Speed ran the the crushing of your dreams that happens. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing because she walks in and she's like, yeah, we're going to knock this out. She's like very cool, calm and collected. There's this measured apathy that lighting designers have. And I don't know where we all learned it, but we all picked it up somewhere along the, the way in, uh-huh. in our years of working. And we all come in with this just like, I don't give a
3: fuck but
0: secretly there's like this wheel ha- hamster wheel of anxiety that's just slowly being spun up and this place will spin it up at a much faster rate than other places and depending on the size of your wheel it will destroy you ah. so i have a very big wheel it, you the hamster can run and run and run and it takes a lot for the anxiety to start to affect me, and it takes even longer for it start to start to show. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot for it to break, and it has happened. We've all reached that the hamster sure. has spun the wheel up enough. This woman's hamster was about six foot three <laughs> and weighed three hundred fifty pounds, and could run a three minute mile. Yeah, and it was on a wheel that was about. 18 inches in diameter (laughs) and it was just fucking powering through it. So she comes in with that, that measured apathy and then things kind of start to go wrong. And she's like within about two hours, she goes into the, like things are not going the way I expected, but we haven't hit queuing, which is what I'm looking forward to. And once we get there, we're going to knock this out. It'll be fine. I'll work around all these problems. I'm a great lighting designer. We can get it done. And then some more stuff, and it's like <laughs> I'm gonna have to skip lunch in order to get the time I need to import this and import sure. that. And it's it's like the daunting starts to happen in, and the smiles aren't as the smiles gone. Smiles, you're not smiling anymore. You're not scowling all the time, but you're, you're not smiling. Through. You're kind of powering through. And then, and they they kept asking me questions. they were asking me questions about this building. And finally, I just I snapped and I was like, Look, I I don't know anything about this building. I'm working on the crew for this, which is something that I didn't think that I would do because Uh the last time I was here is about 10 years ago when I fled this city and this shithole university and swore I would never be back, but here I am today. (laughs) So let that speak for you what it will as for what kind of circumstances have led to this happening. I don't know the answers to your questions. All I know is that this place is cursed. This place is cursed and they didn't believe me, but I think that they I think that that place is haunted by the partial souls of of all kinds of... Your soul is probably <laughs> it, haunting the holes. Yeah. There is probably a piece of my soul in those yeah. halls, and that's <laughs> what the rut is. Like, I crossed over the spiritual threshold <laughs> that is the gates that hold all that shit at bay. Like, if the gates ever burst on that university, the souls yeah. of the damned was flood over Tulsa and take us over. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. It's the setting of Poltergeist 5. Yes! <laughs> like... The whole thing is built with selenium, like selenium I-beams to channel negative spiritual <laughs> energy, but it also has the goo from Ghostbusters too, and whatever the plot points of women Ghostbusters are, it's all happening inside of there. It's just hate and vitriol. It's keeping it all inside. It's keeping Tulsa safe. <laughs> It's like so when I entered the grounds, that piece of my soul was like, "Oh my God, the Source! It's so bright and luscious, <laughs> and it has like hope and dreams again." It's trying the, to get in there, trying to get in there, and my body's like, it. "No, no, I have a robust natural immunity, also known as a underneath the sink." You punk bitch, get out of here, you punk bitch! And um, and so your soul is there, my soul is there, and it's fucking cursed. The land is cursed. So, so we're getting this point in queuing. The girl tries to merge her show into my show, which my show, I kind of might've fucked her a little bit, uh, and not in the <laughs> sexual way, but yeah. in the way where you make things uh-huh. bad for other people, uh, where, because I have a very, I have a very weird way. The way I look at the world is weird. The way I program shows very specific is odd. And, yeah. yeah. So she's trying to merge her shit into my shit and my shit. It, it's just not, it's not working. And she's got all this stuff that's like flickering. And I end up figuring out that if I change one parameter on the fixtures, they will stop flickering. But you have to write it into every queue. Oh, no. And after about eight hours of being in here and dealing with this problem and trying to figure it out and none of, nothing working the way it's supposed to and me explaining that the building is cursed, she just breaks down to t- into tears in what has to be a new world record <laughs> for like hope to just, I'm never gonna be able to finish this show. This is I'm a failure. I'm a bad. And it was, it was very uncomfortable because then bet. like one because she's not from here. She's coming in with the show that's coming in. Yeah. and one of her coworkers comes in and like gives her a hug and like it's gonna be okay. We're gonna get it done. And I'm just sitting there like. Yeah, I've seen this one before. (laughs) Sometimes it takes 35 or 40 minutes, but we've been really powering through this. So I think we got about seven minutes of this and then we'll be right back on. We'll be back on track with like the new determination to get it done. And sure enough, new determination to get it done with power through. It's going to be what it is back to apathy. And then the elation of the show actually happening and the things working the way you're supposed to, but like not, but you're seeing all the flaws. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this happened in one day. And the only thing I can think of is that that is a cursed, cursed land. Mm-hmm. That's why I was falling into my ruts. And so, but I have, I have like my own spiritual defenses up. Cause I know yes. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm walking in there with my proton pack wand. <laughs> I'm ready to <laughs> fucking f- fight the souls off. I, But these people, they're not prepared for the cursed land. They don't know. They don't know what they're walking into. They don't know the hate that is left behind. And I think that's why, because I don't know anybody who went there or has spent time there that, like, remembers it fondly. And I think the longer you spend in there, the more of your soul you leave behind. Mm. And I'm very fortunate that I only left a very small amount of my soul behind. I think you might have left a little bit more. I left a little bit more. I'd be curious to see if you feel the same way. Like, if it, I don't think you can just drive through and feel that way, it's like no, you drive no, through and you're no. like, but if it was like, Hey, Tim, um, can we get you to come work on this film project for a day? And if you got like dropped off, you'd <laughs> just be like, Oh my God! I hate this place, and I hate you people, and I hate everything.
1: Using the same fucking shitty equipment, I had to deal with. That's the thing, too, yeah. right?
0: Is that like you show back nothing's up? It's been changed. ten years, and nothing's changed. Yeah, there's nothing new. There's nothing added. Yeah. it's like it's like a drop frozen in time, and the fucking like asshole, perfectly preserved amber. Yeah, and then and then you open up a door to cross a road, and you turn, and what do you see?
1: Don't you fucking see it. <laughs>
0: Big red afro coming around. God, God damn it. Because no! <laughs> he's there. He is. He is. He's still there. God, it caught him. That's... He got dragged into the hole, Tim. No, no. You he, and I escaped you forgot. the event horizon. You forgot. He's got no soul.
1: <clears throat> that's why. He's... He's a, he was an empty vessel.
0: Ah. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. 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 It's it's a hate, it's cursed land. You got, at- you
1: got cameras with the same shitty fucked up settings that the guy I didn't like put him on because he was in charge, but no one
0: bothered to change him. Yeah. And then you changed him and he got him next and changed right yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what it is because I, I do. I've felt this way a couple of times lately. Cause I've also I've also had to go work back at the company I used to work for, but in a new capacity. Yeah. And I felt myself fall into the same rut there. And I had to I had to change my thinking yep. in order to keep myself from like becoming because I could feel I thought that I was going to turn into this I I felt I had some sarcastic comments that came out mm-hmm. and that I have not talked like on while working in mm. years. Gotcha. Like you are falling into the yes. The, this like disposition uh-huh. and demeanor that I had 10 years ago, which is weird. And I, I couldn't, I like the words came out of my mouth and I'm like, that is not the way that I handle problems anymore. Huh. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why it's like that. I, other than, other than my, that it's a cursed land. And when you, I find it's. I think it'd be like going into your child at home, but having to spend time there. Mm-hmm. You, it's weird. You and I, you find yourself like becoming more deferential to authority figures. Like if you go into your grandparents' house, you kind of act as. Because we all there's this. So the the person that you think you are, is not who you are. Yeah. Because. Yeah the person that you are is actually different to every single person. Like yes. the idea that you have of me and the idea that Truck and tucking have of me, despite a huge amount of shared experience is totally different. Mm-hmm. And, and, or it, 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 maybe it's not totally different. Maybe it's like only it's one degree a different, little, a little different, but then you could they like some of the people that I knew while in college that you don't even, you've never yeah. even met. Yeah. They, if you two met and said, Oh, I both know, Mm-hmm. tab and somehow downloaded all the information you know about me it would be almost two whole separate sets of data yeah. and so i i th- always thought that that is being very interesting but also you do it to yourself because the person that you are around your parents is different mm-hmm. than the person you are around your friends versus yeah. the person you are around your teachers your boss your subordinates and i try to make an i make an effort to try and make those as the same as possible but we still we still do it. Yeah, and I guess we also do it in places because hmm. it's just it's very interesting to me the way like human behavior, my own behavior, and how I I always thought that that the interesting part about the the way you act differently around peer groups versus mm-hmm. uh, subordinates, and that's that's ultimately like the cultural critique that's going on in my fair lady and Pygmalion is, is you have the different characters who have different
2: ways of approaching, yeah. no oh, ab- oh. approaching
0: things. You have Henry Higgins who treats everyone as subordinate, even though they're not. Mm-hmm. And you have Pickering who treats everyone as equal, even though they're not. And then you have uh Mr. Doolittle who treats everyone as above him, even, yeah. even if they're not. And the question is, are is one of them right or is one of them wrong or they is it good that they're treating everyone equally or is it good that they're is it better to treat people differently depending on their station and like that's that's a whole thing of classism in the early 20th 20th century that's being explored in the ideas of the play and so is it is it better to be a different person for each situation or is it better to be the same person in as many situations as possible I don't know And why do we do it? Why do we as humans do it? Do animals do it? I don't know. But what I do know, Tim, what I can say definitively without any doubt, this is a hundred percent science tested by the CDC. That fucking building is cursed. I guarantee you, you take any set of variables, you put them in that building, (laughs) compasses point South dogs and cats living together the, the rising of the dead, water flows uphill, literal hell, it, because it's cursed. It's haunted by the souls of the, those who have failed before you. Anyway, well, that's my issue. Cursed land. And uh, that wraps it up for this week's episode. So until next week, I'm Tad Burt.
1: I'm Tim The Hammerbreaker. Breaker. Catch you guys
0: next week. See ya. call calling here's get Holland. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord and upload it in the voicemail upload. We got one here from Jay, labeled Realtors.
3: Double T, it's Jay. Happy 2022. Here's what I don't get. Organizational incompetence. I'm trying to move, and I found a realtor that had four properties that all looked really good in the right area. So in late November, I called them asking for more info, letting them know I'm interested, asking how we can work out showing them since I'm going to be coming from several states away. I need to line up at least three to make the trip worth it. And the guy says, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll pass you along to the person who handles this. We can have later. I don't hear anything. I call, leave a message. Still nothing. Okay, fine. It's close to the holidays. Whatever. I call a third time and I get an office manager who says, oh, we don't handle rentals. What? What? What are you talking about i'm looking at them on your site she said oh really can you send me the property ID?" sure and then she says okay i'll look into this get back to you sorry for any confusion i say yeah fine and another week and a half goes by without anything i call them again today i get a different office manager who's a condescending bitch who tells me they already said they don't handle rentals to which i asked the same question why are they on the site and who should i talk to about these now she did tell me who actually manages them but said, oh, well, they shouldn't have been on there in in the first place. Our developer needs to remove them. And, okay, I understand if one slips through the cracks, but four? For about a month? Do you guys actually do anything? Is most of your office just those fucking drinking birds? It's already hard enough to track current leads down, and then y'all waste my time and tell me I'm doing it wrong for daring to be persistent. How the fuck are these people in business? Well, on to the next, I suppose. That was it. Stay furious.
0: See, I don't know how a realtor would get paid if you rented a house. Like, they should just not have it on their site. I also don't understand realtors at all. Yeah, me either. Like, I have a house. You want to buy a house. But instead of me selling you a house, I, we have to go talk to this third person. Third,
1: we, each, we each have our own third.
0: Yeah, that represents us in the negotiations, uh-huh. which uh, which is just like, yeah, I'll take the house as it is. Here's $100,000. Thanks.
1: No, we got to get but the realtors still, involved.
0: Which, so now it costs $120,000 so they can both get their $10,000 cut.
1: And, there's, and then the banks yep. have to be involved because yep.
0: because So I don't remember if you recall this, Tim. But the last two weeks Andy has been limited to half of his voicemail. That's right. I do recall that. So we would start his voicemail take a look at the length, cut that in half. Yeah. So a minute-long voicemail, he only get 30 seconds. And he was very smart. He fillered his voicemail so that he'd get his entire point across and everything else would be mm-hmm. muted. Well, Tim, this voicemail is two minutes and 29 seconds. <laughs> Great. And that rule is only for two weeks. Nice.
2: Here's what I don't get rappers so the in Lincoln Park. here in st louis uh i was uh, on facebook and there was this girl trying to promote her rap career she's an independent rapper she's been independently rapping for 10 years She'd so figure she knows her way around the studio well she said she was gonna start a podcast so i thought oh This must be a professional podcast, seeing as she's a rapper. So, I listened to her podcast. And the audio quality sounded like such absolute dog shit that I messaged her and told her her audio quality sounded like absolute dog shit. And after some conversations, I saw that She was speaking into the microphone incorrectly. She had a large diaphragm condenser mic, and she was speaking into the end of it like a shotgun mic. Mm, Like they always do. Rapping for ten years doesn't know how to use a microphone. (sighs) Rappers. And now the lyrics to "I Lit Your Baby on Fire" by Anal Cunt. Yeah, some some. I spent all my money on drugs and couldn't afford to fly. I took a Greyhound bus. You and your brat sat next to me. It wouldn't shut up. So I lit it on fire. These are real, by the way. For 30 seconds, it was louder. Then it shut up. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. You came back from the bathroom and smelled something burning. You realized it was your baby, and I started to laugh. You asked the driver to pull over, but he laughed at you too. You yelled at me, so I roasted some marshmallows on your kid. That's awesome. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your baby on fire. I lit your, I lit your, I lit your, baby on fire. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk.
0: If anybody wants that to set it to the actual music of that song, let me know. I'll send it to you. Uh, that Those are voicemails. So, thanks, Jay. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for uh, reading that song to us. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, that was so long that I forgot what his actual voicemail was about. It
1: was about babies or something? <laughs>
0: There's some lady on the bus <laughs> who was, like whining and complaining. And God, I hate when ladies do that on the bus. Yeah, I, the one of my biggest pet peeves in media is when they show Super 55s, the, you know, the classic like Elvis radio microphone. And people are talking into the top of them. They fucking constantly show people talking to the top of them, top of them yeah. instead of the, the big side. flat part, you know, which is the front. It has the Shore logo that way well, you know to talk into it. It also
1: has like the the lines, you know, yeah, where your voice is supposed to go.
0: What especially drives me nuts, we watched Mystery Men a couple weeks ago because you had never seen it. Yeah. Truck and Tucking had never seen it. It's one of my favorite movies. And the lady's talking into the top of the Super 55. She's like on the news. Mm-hmm. And then she holds it up to someone and like makes them talk in the end of it too. And I'm like, yeah. I I hate you. I hate you deep inside my soul. Um, anyway. Well, that's this week's episode. Thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. Hopefully we'll get this out in the next little bit. It's uh, now an hour and 15 minutes late. You're welcome.